Fighting. Hatred. Fear. Had enough of the noise? Energetic Health Radio, and thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Dr. Henry Ely. It is always a pleasure to be here with you wherever you may be, and I hope wherever you may be finds you very happy. Well, as you know, we always start this show with uh, gratitude. So what am I grateful for today? Hmm. You know, I am grateful for plants. I have been doing some research on frequencies and I I made the mistake of asking a question about uh, the uh, 5G networks and, you know, what the cell towers, these supposed, you know, improvements to our life. They're really weapons towers, in my opinion. But, um, you know, what they are capable of, what frequency they're able to get up to. And uh, um, the research I was able to do was somewhere between 30 and 50 gigahertz and you know, it's preliminary. I got a lot more to do on that. Maybe we'll do a show on it. There can only be health complications for everything living in, in those areas. Um, you know, and I, I've had times when I've gone up to, you know, some hikes and gotten to higher elevations above it, and you can just feel different. You, you just feel different when you're not in this impressive, like this, this really oppressive you know, 5G zone that so many cities are. I mean, cities were already frequently, you know, frequency wise crazy with so many people and so much noise. And I remember, you know, being in Los Angeles and having a ghetto bird helicopter over my, you know, my house every single night and just hovering and hovering and hovering. And it just drove me crazy. So it was so nice to finally move up to Oregon um, and you know, finally get away from that overhead kind of noise and everything. But then COVID hits and we get locked into our houses thinking that maybe this might be an actual surprise. You know, nobody knew this was coming. Yeah, right. Um, Pandemic, right? And still, but like, why are we've never asked, never had people who were healthy needing to stay inside before? What's that all about? Well, what was it about? It was about 5G deployment. I mean, you know, if it's supposedly a pandemic, why was there 5G deployed all over the world, not just in one state or one country, but all over the world at the same time, right? That's a that's a planned deal, folks, and I'm sorry to tell you about that. But um, it got me asking some questions about it afterwards, the, the frequencies, you know, like, well, what frequency is uh, Mother Earth at? Well, Mother Earth is at the frequency of about 7.83 hertz, not gigahertz, Hertz. So Mama Earth resonates at a very chill, very slow frequency, a frequency that you can actually feel a lot better when you get into fasting because fasting helps slow you down. So you're not so frequent yourself. You know, you're not humming along far faster than the human body is designed to really work at. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking up some stuff on it and I was looking up these, uh, Schumann generating devices, and I'm, I'm investigating those right now and learning about them. So we will do a show on those, I know, in the future. 
Um, cause I think they could be really interesting, but it got me thinking about my bedroom and why I'm so grateful for plants. Um, you know, I have always had this rule that in my house, especially in the bedroom and especially in the workspace, I need to have more plants than people. It's a very simple rule, more plants than people, because when you have more plants than people, the plants set the frequency of that environment. The plants are going to be very close to mother earth in terms of the 7.83 Hertz. So it's not an accident that when you're in beautiful gardens, when you're outside, when you're in nature, when you're hiking, things like that, you feel better. It's because everything is at a much slower frequency. And when we're talking about our home and we're talking about our workspace, there's going to be really two places that you spend the majority of your time, where you work and where you sleep. You know, that's going to be where you spend the majority of your time. So it makes those environments very, very important that the vibe in there, right? Vibration, frequency in there feels right. It feels like something that you want to be in. And I've been in my new office for about uh, almost eight months and I haven't had any plants in here. And, you know, sometimes it, you know, especially when I have too many papers around, like I do now, I'm going to have to spend the weekend doing some filing around here. It's a mess. Um, it just gets thrown off and I don't want to be in here. And when I don't want to be in here, it's because it's chaotic. And that means that I'm not really going to be getting good work done. So I got to fix that. Right. Well, one of the fixes is I'm bringing plants in. I'm going to start hanging some plants up in here and see if I can get a couple spiders hanging around and some pothos, some devil's ivy, which is, I don't like the name devil's ivy, obviously, but um, the pothos is just great for, um, and the spiders for creating oxygen in, in your workspaces and, and adjusting the frequency down. But um, so I'm going to bring some plants in here. So if you watch me on some videos in the future, you'll see me with more plants around. We're going to bring that plant life back in my old office. I had plants all over the place in my backdrop and around my desk and everything. And I just didn't reenact it here for months because, you know, I moved to a new place and, you know, you just start working and you forget, but now I remembered. And then, you know, I started looking around in my meditation room because I have always had a dedicated meditation room, uh, wherever I, um, you know, wherever I, I live, I've been doing that for over 20 years. And it's a, if you can do it and you can afford it, it's a great thing to have a dedicated space where it's just going to be great energy. Didn't have enough plants in there either. So I was like, well, let's go look at the bedroom. Do I have more plants than people? Right. That's the principle. Do I have more plants than people? Yes, I actually did, but not by much. I had two plants to one person, little old me, and that's not enough. Right. Especially if you're having some weird dreams. And especially if you're doing something stupid, like I was doing, keeping the router on the Wi-Fi router on, um, you know, and, and it's just, it's just not a good thing. So what I did was uh, yesterday I went out and bought a whole bunch of plants and thankfully some of the spiders I bought already had a bunch of babies on them. So we're going to cut those babies this weekend, put them in some water and grow some new spider plants to put all over. And we're going to take some of the pothos that we have all over the house. You know, I got a bunch of pothos all over the house. We're going to, and they're, they've really grown. So we're going to cut some of them down and make some new pothos plants and, you know, put their leaves in water and let this, um, let the root start forming and then put them in some dirt and let them go. Uh, but what's really, really cool is that, you know, once you start bringing that life in, cause I went and bought a bunch, I went and bought like 20, even more so there's better frequency, a more 
chill frequency that's going on. And so, you know, I really encourage you, you know, listening in, I really encourage you to, to start paying attention to these little things. These little things are going to mean a lot. We are in a, a, a war. We are in a frequency war, right? And, you know, that's what these 5G towers are. And especially if you're living in a city, you know, where they're really concentrated, you know, um, you know, I don't have much more time in cities. I'll tell you that I'm, I'm definitely a country boy now. <laughs> you know, I think I have a little bit more uh, stupid redneck in me than I want to admit, um, but I'm ready to get out. You know, I'm ready to get out and just live that wonderful country life. You know what I'm talking about? Some of you are already doing it and I admire you so much. Um, you know, just getting out and not being in the craziness of the city and doing something special being able to see the stars at night when you go outside, right? You get to look up and you're like, wow, there's all that grandeur right above my head every single night. I wonder how many nights I've missed most of my life because I've lived in a city most of my life. Um, but yeah, folks, there's so much that you can do to take control of your, your home and especially your bedroom and especially where you work. If you do work from home or if you don't, you know, you can bring, hopefully if you work in an office kind of setting, you can bring some, some plants in with you. Um, but when you do just notice that not only you bring in oxygen, which the body needs, but you're also bringing in a better frequency. And that's why I'm grateful. Uh, you know, I'm grateful for plants. Now uh, today's show is going to be really, really we're going to be discussing what we've learned working with people who are injured thus far. And we do feel like we're on the cusp. We feel like we're on the cusp of a major breakthrough. We've figured out a lot of things, um, but we still have some ways to go. Um, and I, I just can't wait to see what's going to happen with the group that I'm, that's studying with me right now. A lot of injured folks. Uh, we've definitely got them stable. You know, there's nothing about that. We definitely are seeing signs of improvement. But we're going to talk uh, this show, uh, the next two segments about what we've learned along the way. I want to share that. I want to just make that kind of common knowledge. There's so much noise out there right now and everybody's got an opinion, but I keep saying everybody's got an opinion, but not everybody has expertise. What it takes to have expertise on this topic is be working with people because that's the only way you're really going to learn. There's so much unknown and there's so much that uh, we're behind the eight ball on that uh, it's important to work with folks. That's always my first question when anybody starts popping off at the lip about, you know, this next thing that they've figured out or something like that. My question, my first question then becomes, well, how many people are you working with? How many people have you seen that in? And usually what you hear is a person pucker up real tight and they're like, they're not working with anybody. They just read some study somewhere and, and made an inference. Well, that's nice. I do that. You know, I do that all the time. I read over a thousand studies at this point. Um, but if you don't, if you don't, if you're not making it with somebody, if you're not putting it into play with some people, and I mean a, a pretty big group of people, so you can get some information, um, you aren't gonna, you aren't gonna learn much. You know, you're just gonna have again an opinion and not an expertise. And I'll put my knowledge and what I've been learning over the last. Uh, year, two years now coming up on working with people who are severely injured, I'll put my knowledge base up against anybody's in the world. And when anybody says, well, it's this simple, or we got this cure or anything, I say, no, you don't. No, you do not. You know, I've been working with people for a very long time. I hear all the stories. 
Um, I work with folks every single day and I can tell you it is not easy. It's the biggest challenge we have. And anybody that's saying that they got it all figured out, those are people who are lying through their teeth. So uh, your better thing for you to do is to say, prove it. And if they prove it one day, well, then we'll see. And I tell you, if somebody beats me to the punch and gets there first, I'm going to I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing and go learn from them because I want to help these folks. But I can tell you firsthand that we've learned a lot. We still have a little bit more to learn, I suspect, but I do feel like we're getting real close. And so I'm getting real excited right now. Um, I think we have something significant to share. So uh, segment two, segment three, we'll get into uh, what we've learned and talk a little bit more about it. So hang on. Um, And, you know, I think there's some hope on the horizon. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Energetic Health Radio is brought to you by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people just like you. We are super excited about the growth. We, oh my goodness, folks, we've had so many people come in and start studying with us. And it is exciting because this is this is the future. You know, people are like, what's the future of medicine? Blah, blah, blah. Future of medicine looks a lot like the past. <laughs> it's it's teaching people, right? It's simply saying, look, I'm a doctor. That means to teach. I'm here to teach you how to heal yourself. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm here to teach you. And we're doing a real good job of it at the Energetic Health Institute. Great programs on holistic nutrition, great programs on detoxification. We got enough huge group of folks detoxing with us right now. Of course, it's all um, it's all under supervision and it's all optional. You don't have to participate in order to go through the coursework, but a lot of folks choose to, and we respect that as well. Um, got a great, great, great group going through our artist cellular healing right now. Uh, we have a vaccine education specialist class starting later this year. We have great do-it-yourself courses coming online. There's just so many good things happening. So if you're really eager to start taking control of your health, really eager to be healthy and free. Check us out, www.energetichealthradio. Oh, excuse me, <laughs> www.energetichealthinstitute.org. That's www.energetichealthinstitute.org. And we would love to meet you. Be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, keep your face always toward the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. If you're like me, you'd like life to return to some kind of normal. You're burned out on all the fear-mongering, but deep down you try and minimize viral exposure and your risk of getting sick. You've heard it talked about time and again by respected medical professionals. Use a pulvinone iodine nasal solution. I don't need to tell you just how powerful a nasal cleansing formula with xylitol, pulvinone iodine, and vitamin D3 for immune support could be. In fact, my attorney told me not to tell you. Google it and find out for yourself. Now, get yourself a bottle of American-made Cofix RX nasal solution. Let's get out and live again. CofixRx.com. That's C-O-F-I-X-R-X.com. Use coupon code OUTLOUD and get 20% off.
All right. Welcome back, everyone. Well, uh, what have we learned? <laughs> I can tell you there's a few things that I've learned about myself in the process. And uh, I'm just going to share one of them right now. I think it, it made my son chuckle when I was talking to him about it. Because we've, you know, as we approach this full moon right now, <laughs> which is one of the things we've learned. When we approach this full moon, um, you know, things get a little crazy. <laughs> it just gets a little crazy out there. And I don't know what's been going on, but I've had person after person, company after company picking fights with me over stupid stuff. You know, I've had a, a EOS fitness picking a fight with me over a $30 gym membership that they fraudulently put out. You know, uh, they, they falsified my son's birth date when to make him adult when he was a minor, when he signed up for it. And then told me I was at fault for him doing it, tried to blame it on him. And I was like, he didn't, it was weird. You know, it's just, you know, when people are giving you a clinic on how to practice business poorly, yeah, that's what EOS fitness did. So take that EOS fitness. You'll never get another penny from us. Um, you know, I got, I got, you know, people just coming out of the woodworks with some crazy stuff as we've gotten to this full moon. Um, but I, what I've learned about me is uh, whatever gene that people have that, you know, ultimately says, you know what, I'm just going to back down and not deal with this. You know, it's too small of an issue. I, I just don't have that gene, <laughs> you know, and, you know, I'm, a, I'm actually a really nice dude, you know, and really chill and everything like that. I mean, I got Bob Marley over my shoulder all the time, always talking about love because that's what I am. But I also believe in tough love. And when somebody pushes on me, I just don't have it in me to back down. I just feel like that's an ass whooping I got to take. Um, and I know God has been telling me no wrath, no wrath, and I don't have any wrath about it. I just, now, I mean, I'm just, I can't back down. I, I, I just don't know how to do it. And you know why? Because I'm kind of cuckoo. So at night, I know if I back down, I'd be laying in my bed one night, just driving myself absolutely crazy. Like Dr. H, I don't believe you did that. I don't believe you just back down when you, how did you do that? I would be giving myself such a hard time for backing down. And I'm so crazy. I'm like, I don't, I can't live with that kind of talk in my head. So it's just easier for me to say, yeah, all right. Challenge accepted. Let's see what we got. You know, and, you know, I've, I, I've, I've had my butt kicked by a 10th degree grandmaster for years. You know, I mean, take those kind of butt kickings, you know, day in and day out, you kind of become immune to worrying about getting hit, you know? So I guess that's where it is. But anyway, I learned that about me that I'm not going to back down because we've had so many challenges with the folks that um, are, are severely injured. I'm, and I mean that, you know, especially in the first parts of a healing process, it is very touch and go early on as you're getting people into a, a place of stability. It's very, very touch and go. So there's some moments where, you know, there's some crazy stuff and you got to make some decisions. And I can see why some people who aren't ready for that would run away and, and ghost some of them because that, that's a major thing for the injury. They, they get abandoned left and right. You know, um, doctor tries something, doesn't work and they freak and the doctor ghosts them. You know, I mean, that, that happens all the time. So, you know, I, I promised them, I promised everybody that came in to start studying with me. You know, I'm like, look, this isn't, this isn't me being your doctor, right? I'm not your doctor. You're not my patient. I'm, I'm your teacher. You're my student. I'm going to teach you what we're learning and you can make a decision whether you want to put it into play or not. And, uh, you know, and we'll, we'll go through this process together because ain't nobody else helping you. And I, I just can't turn away when God asks me to do the work. My answer is always yes. 
So, you know, we're doing this work and there's some moments where you're like, Whoa, what is going on in this body? What have you injected into these people's body? Um, and things just don't make sense. But then if you hang in there long enough, they start to make sense. You start to wade through some stuff. So like we, we figured out, this is the third um, full moon that we've had now since I've been working with this group. These, and this is such a great group of folks. I mean, I can't wait for them to, to start getting across this finish line, which I know is, is on the horizon. I don't know how far that horizon is away, but I know it's on the horizon for us because we're getting some preview days of feeling really, really good, which is telling us we're on the right track. And I'm, I'm looking at them and I don't know, you know, and I'm like, you know, this is our third full moon. Every time the days, the two, three days before the full moon comes, whoo, things start acting up, especially their symptoms. So we've, we've learned that there is a suspicion that some of that has to do with maybe some parasitic infections. So we've started really urging them to get their microbiomes tested. We're actually offering that uh, at the Energetic Health Institute now, uh, microbiome screens, but we we do a unique one. We use a company that we really like um, because they don't just tell you what's in there if they find something that shouldn't be in there. Um, they tell you how to kill it too. They don't just tell you like, you know, well, in general, this herb works for this most of the time. It's not one of those. It's like, no, we cultured it. We put that actually, we put that herb on a little cloth disc and put it in the petri dish and then that created a zone of inhibition and that tells us exactly which ones kill it and which ones don't so you don't have to guess around um so it's real it's a real nifty test uh, especially for people who are injured because we're worried about you know and in the, in, for the injured we're worried about plasmids you know being incubated in the in a you know dysbiotic microbiome and and being real problematic for them and for long haulers we're worried about Pretty, pretty much a similar thing, but instead of it being plasmids, it's being uh, the actual SARS-CoV-2 virus. Um, you know, so so we've kind of figured that kind of stuff out. Like, okay, you know, these are some of the tests that we need. We figured that out. Uh, you know, how to lower the histamine. We figured out. I've talked to you previously on an episode about pseudouridine and the in connection with interferon. We figured that out. That was a major uh, thing to figure out. Um, but I wanted to share with you some of the, some of the cool stuff that we've learned along the way. And I, I want to give huge credit again to everybody going through the course, the students in the course, because these are some of the brave, bravest people I've ever met. I mean, they just don't know the word quit. Um, they get knocked down um, and they get up and they figure it out again. They have some rough days. We talk about it and they get right back up and they, and they get right, right back into it again. I mean, I just, I really don't have the words to express how much I admire these folks and how just utterly devoted I am to them, you know, that I want to, I want to see them through uh, this process. You know, this is, this is the roughest healing process I've had to take some folks through. I've had a few that are real rough. You know, you start working with some people with cancer and things like that and get pretty rough. But uh, this one, just with the, all the unknown variables, it's just, it's real rough, you know, especially when, as the symptomatology can go sideways, um, especially in the neuro the neurologic symptomatology can go sideways real, real quick. So, um, you know, I think the first thing that we've learned is that um, protocols aren't going to work. You know, protocols can be a starting point, but this notion that you're going to put a bunch of things on a piece of paper, instruction sheet on a piece of paper, publish it on a website and people with no knowledge of their bodies, no knowledge of nutrition, no knowledge of how their body works or what sensations they might have, 
uh, no knowledge of what a healing process actually is so that they can figure out and you know, which symptoms are things getting worse from which symptoms are, Hey, this is kind of your body responding and making things a little bit better. Um, the notion that somebody at, with that many disadvantages, who's already significantly injured is going to be able to go on a website and figure all this out, please, you know, um, mild injury. Yeah, probably could, you know, but you start getting into moderates to severe, you really need to be working with someone. Why? Because there's this incredible component that we haven't given enough credence to yet, um, which is the emotional component. You see, your body is connected. And this is something we teach at the school, the cycle of influencing energy. Your body's connected. Your anatomy influences your physiology. Your physiology influences your cellular biochemistry. Your cellular biochemistry influences your energetics, you know, and your energetics influence your emotional state. And then your emotional state influences your anatomy all over again. So it's this cycle and it's neither good nor bad. It just is, right? It just is. If you start doing a lot of good things, that cycle improves. If you start doing a lot of bad things to your body, the cycle deteriorates. But um, one of the big players is emotion. So when you're dealing with folks that have been through so much where, you know, every day they live in a kind of a state of fear, especially before they start putting in a lot of good work of whether or not they're going to die. I mean, that's a very real thing. Could you imagine, you know, just every moment that you live after you got these damn shots, you're wondering if that day is going to be your last, if suddenly you're going to be the next person that just roll eyes to the back of the head, passes out, like we've seen news ladies and stuff do on TV. And then there's, and then that's all she wrote for you, you know, and then you start thinking about, especially if you're a parent, what the impact is that for your kids and what impact is that for your spouse? And, you know, all those, I mean, this is, this is the mental, emotional turmoil they live with every single day. And then you start going to people who are promising all these things and spending all this money and you, you try it because you're like, well, they wouldn't be charging all this money. And if it didn't work, like that's usually the thought, these people out here charging, you know, $12,000 and promising a cure. It's like, well, they would only do that if they actually had a cure, right? Well, you spend that 12,000, you find out they didn't know anything. And now you're out 12K, 12K that you didn't have because you can't work, right? And now you see the problem. And now that's some more emotional turmoil, some more emotional trauma. You realize you've been lied to and abandoned by your government more emotional trauma. You realize you're getting gaslit when you go online to tell people about what's going on with you, more emotional trauma. Your your family starts distancing themselves from you because they think you're crazy when you're really not. You're really just like, look, I live on this razor's edge every day. More emotional trauma. You start working with doctors, doctors with good intention, get a little freaked out by the case presentation. They abandon you. More emotional trauma. Right. And you start wondering if any, if there's ever going to be any hope or help or anything like that, if you're ever going to get better, you're just going to deteriorate into the grave, more emotional trauma. So there's this very real thing going on where there's a lot of emotional trauma with every single person who's severely injured. The notion that a person with that much trauma is going to be able to read a protocol on a website and with no knowledge and all that trauma be able to wade through the ups and downs of that emotion coming up as they're healing, please, folks. You see, when people go through a healing process, 
emotions always come up. The, the thing we tell folks very simply is the only thing that's ever going to come out of you is the stuff that's already in you. Right. I mean, I'm talking about we've had we've done detox with folks. We've had people poop out gum that they ate when they were six, you know, 30 years later. We've had them poop out little G.I. Joe arms that somebody tricked them into eating. We've had them poop out huge parasites, huge, huge nests of parasites, uh, worms. We've had them poop out a lot of crazy kind of stuff. The only thing that comes out of you is what's already in you. Well, that's true of emotion, too. You know, you get to a point where you start getting really vulnerable and wide open during a healing process. And all those emotions that you buried down, all those thoughts that you pushed way, way, way down there, because you just were like, I'm trying to survive from day one to day two. That stuff starts coming up, especially as you start getting real stable. And we've seen that. And so I got put to the test a couple of times. You know, I got put to the couple, uh, test by a couple of times by the folks in this group, the students in this group, you know, where they just were like, they're just going to push and push and push on me. And again, I just don't have that back down gene. So, <laughs> so I didn't push back on them or nothing. They weren't doing anything wrong. They just expressed themselves. But I think what they got from me was that I'm not going anywhere and that it's okay to relax a little bit because you don't have to worry about that. You know, we have to worry about figuring this out for sure, but we don't have to worry about getting, you know, way out into the ocean and then getting abandoned. You know what I mean? And I think when a person gets that sense of I'm way out in the ocean, but this person seems pretty confident, <laughs> which I can I can be um, seems like he knows what he's doing. And if things don't go right, figure some stuff out, you know, pivots real quick. That, that dude, you know, can create some calm for everybody. And that's, that's my role. That's my job. You know, I got to impart belief that they're going to heal. I got to impart the belief I have that God is going to be the great healer for them, to them, until such time as they have had enough experiences to believe it themselves. And that relationship that they've established with God takes over for everything. You, you get what I'm saying? This is all about, you know, having somebody there with you because you've been abandoned the whole way. So any notion that a person's going to be able to do this by themselves is just a recipe for failure, absolute failure. And why I have been railing on this the last month or so, two months, I'm just I'm tired of seeing all these stupid protocols out there. Yeah, let's throw the kitchen sink at them and see what see what happens, see what sticks. Uh, no. There has to be a definitive sequential reason of why you're doing things, because in a month, things are going to change. So for us, in the first couple of weeks now, we're, we're really focusing on mitochondria in the cellular environment. And then that sets us up for that next week, the third week of detoxification. And then we use a lot of binders and we've actually upped the number, amount of binders that we're using for folks because there was just too much lymphatic system overwhelm and immune system overwhelm because we were doing too good a job of breaking down the spike lycoprotein. And, uh, you know, so in the fourth week, you do another one. And then, and then right after that, you, you fast and then you do something very important. You take a break for a few weeks before you do it all over again. Right. This is what we've learned. We've learned that the situation for folks that are moderately and severely injured is dramatically different than anything we've ever seen before. And their requirements and are, are so delicate and the the situation can change so quickly in the early parts that you have to be very attentive and be able to read what's going on. 
And that takes somebody with a skilled hand who's got a little bit of calm about them and a whole lot of experience. And I just happen to be one of those dudes. And I ain't saying that to brag on myself. I'm just saying I just happen to be one of those dudes, you know, like God's been preparing me for this moment my whole life. So it ain't really no big deal. I've been in gunfights and people shooting at me and all kinds of stuff. And I've been able to maintain my calm, you know, uh, been in massive fights and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, you just can you keep your wits about you when all chaos is erupting all around you? And I just seem to be a dude that can do that for whatever reason, you know, and that's probably the grace of God and his grand design, but seem to be, seem to be built for this moment. Whether or not that's true, we're going to find out, but there seem to be. So, you know, that's the, one of the things we learned is that it really is all about, um, don't, this isn't something, this is the, this is, this is the biggest problem the human biology and, and humanity has ever faced. The notion that you're going to be able to solve that problem by reading a web, a web page and somebody's recommendation or worse yet, four or five different web pages and trying to put all synthesize and put all those together without any expertise, education, or, or experience is just a recipe for disaster. So I'm just strongly advising people not to do that. You need a helping hand here, you know, and you need somebody that can help. And I'm trying to develop people who can help at the same time, I'm trying to do both and teach people how to make this all work and make sure it all works. <laughs> you know, that's, that's really the trick right now. Um, some other things that we've learned, uh, and, and I'm going to go through a few of these uh, right now, because I heard somebody talking about um, how natokinase um, is, the, is the secret sauce. <laughs> natokinase is going to be the thing that the only thing that people need to take and then everything gets all better. Yeah. You know what? My first question, anybody saying that is the same thing I told you earlier. Really? How many people have you worked with? Right. Because <laughs> that's an easy thing to say when you ain't working with nobody. Um, and I work with people every single day. I have not had a day of working with severely. I have not had a day without working with severely injured people um, since really about February of 2022. All right. And before that, I was working with uh, some patients off and on, you know, helping them get through and getting some really good results because we were getting to them early with the fasting. But the longer it's gone, it's gone in the body, the more problems that it creates and the longer the healing process, unfortunately. And I can tell you, it's a, it's a beast. So, I mean, I, I don't know too many people who have more days working with severely injured people than I do. Um, so I guess that makes me a bit of an expert. I don't know. Um, so some things we've learned, we learned, uh, you know, that it's not as simple as natokinase. Um, we've learned that, uh, you know, if you think it is, you're a fool. And um, that this whole glycosylation effect, you know, where you've, you've seen some live blood cell analysis where all the red blood cells are stuck together and everything, that's a real thing. And you get those red blood cells stuck together and you'll, um, you'll lose the ability, the surface area necessary for gas exchange. And so now you have people who have a difficult time keeping their oxygen saturation percentages elevated. And if you can't keep the oxygen up and get rid of the carbon dioxide, then you're at an oxygen deficit at the cell level, meaning your body's going to have, your cells going to have a hard time producing energy. The mitochondria have a hard time producing energy, but the, um, but 
what also builds up is a whole lot of carbon dioxide, basically acid. And you get that acid built up, starts some histamine releases. You get the histamine releases. You get the pro-inflammation cascades really activated. What does that do? It turns on interferon, turns on tumor necrosis factor. You do those two things, you turn on interferon, you're gonna, it's going to lead to pseudouridine being formed and a lot of protein synthesis errors. You turn on the tumor necrosis factor, it's going to lead to cell senescence, which means the cell is changing its shape and function, but not going into apoptosis. And now you're setting the stage for cancer. You're setting the stage for with pseudouridine, neurodegeneration, and with uh, and just complete mitochondrial myopathy. So a lot of fatigue and burning muscles. Um, and the cell senescence, you're setting up the stage for uh, for cancer. What have we seen? What are the what are the two things wiping folks out right now? Where there's something like 1.3 million more unexpected deaths uh, than uh, than than they thought were going to occur, right? And what are those, what are the two predominant categories? Uh, myocarditis, heart disease, heart attacks, things like that, cardiovascular issues, and um, uh, cancer, you know, so neurologic, heart, cardio, neurologic, cancer, you know, all the things we're seeing. This is, this is the effect of spike lycoprotein. So um, there's a few more things I want to go over, but I do want to take a break right now, chatted a little bit about the overview of some things and some, some of the, the bigger points, I think. I want to get into some of the nutritional nitty gritty in the next segment. So hang on with that because there's some important things, especially if you are injured and especially, or you know someone who is, there's some important stuff that I haven't seen really getting out there. It's about the glory of God. It's about us helping get people back to God because God lives in every single cell of your body. And if we can just clear up the chaos and clear out the clouds and the pollution and all that other stuff, God has a tendency to take the reins once again in the cell and things have a tendency to get right. So we'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Are you worried about spike proteins and how they may impact your health? Are you looking for help? The Wellness Company has an answer in the form of our clean, pure, all-natural spike formula developed by experts like Dr. Peter McCullough. The Wellness Company's spike formula includes the incredible natokinase, dandelion root, black sativa extract, green tea, and iris sea moss. Even better, the spike formula by The Wellness Company is vegan, gluten-free, and made right here in the USA so you know that you can trust and rely on it if you're concerned about spike proteins. Buying American-made naturalistic ingredients of this quality separately costs over $100. Our spike formula is only $65.99. Get spike formula today by going to twc.health. Outloud listeners use the code OUTLOUD at checkout for an additional discount. Go to twc.health, promo code OUTLOUD, and get peace of mind if you're concerned about spike proteins. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. 
It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. All right. Welcome back, folks. Um, now, in, in the coming weeks, we're going to have some more interviews coming on. I, I just felt like I wanted to spend a little time uh, talking with you all about some of the stuff we've been learning. Last week, this week, I think two weeks ago, we did another show on pseudouridine. Um, you know, I, I want to make sure this information is getting out there. So I really appreciate you sharing it. Because, um, you know, I want to help the folks that are really in it for the right reason and seeing if we can accelerate some of their learning curves too. You know, we don't all have to keep making the same mistakes, you know, um, and seeing if we can really help, uh, help the people who are trying to do their best and do God's work. So uh, some of the things we've learned along the way, uh, let's see, what have we learned nutritionally? Let's get into a little bit of the nitty gritty. Uh, one of the things we learned is a lot of us are, a lot of people are, are advocating for L-arginine to increase nitric oxide levels and dilate the blood vessels, particularly, right, particularly in um, uh, people who are uh, uh, showing signs of some of that, that, that sticky blood I've talked about, the hemagglutination and the clotting and stuff, microclotting or the big clotting, you know, whatever it may be. Um, so it's definitely indicated. The problem with L-arginine is that it can also reactivate latent viruses. So you've probably heard a lot of people of, you know, saying, hey, I, I thought I'd overcome Lyme, or I thought I had overcome this or that infection, chronic fatigue syndrome that was maybe Epstein-Barr related or something like that. And, uh, and then they start taking that L-arginine, which is fantastic. And like I, we've had John Hewlett on, you know, the, the cardio miracle dude, and it's such a great product. Um, the thing I, I just caution with folks now is that it, it's not that you shouldn't take L-arginine or a great product like Cardio Miracle, right? It's that you need to make sure you're taking it with L-lysine because L-lysine is going to counterbalance L-arginine and it's going to be something that turns off viral replication, very much like uh, licorice root does the same thing. Licorice root is a neutralizer for spike glycoprotein, but it also impedes, it also inhibits viral replication. So you need to have that balance in there. You can't just keep pushing L-arginine. It's going to be a problem. You got to make sure that if you push L-arginine, you're also pushing L-lysine. In fact, L-lysine needs to be a little bit higher, just a little bit higher than L-arginine in the daily dosing. When you do that, you get the best of that L-arginine and the nitric oxide, but you also got that L-lysine inhibiting any viruses from starting to replicate. Um, and it's, it's really just a, a, a perfect kind of approach. It's been very successful. We've also seen um, how important it is to be taking trimethylglycine. Shout out to Dr. Judy Mikovits. Uh, for that, you know, we we talked early on, and this is big, this is getting confirmed more and more and more. The people who are severely injured had a unknown MTHFR mutation, meaning that they don't methylate very well. 
And if you don't methylate very well at the cell level, there's going to be two realities. One, you're going to be, you're not going to be detoxifying the cell to the best of its ability, because that's what methylation does. It helps the cell detoxify. But the other thing is that if you don't methylate very well, you're going to find that um, your DNA is vulnerable for injury and for what Catalan, Carrico, and all those nut jobs uh, were attempting to do, which is gene replacement. They, they're talking about it from a marketing perspective now. It's, oh, yeah, we were just doing gene therapy. No, they, no, they weren't. You go and read all these nut jobs works, you know, like Catalan Carrico, you know, that's a, that's a woman who um, is credited with the whole, you know, pseudouridine and N1 methylated pseudouridine being added to all the damn shots, the mRNA sequences. And uh, she's on track right now to win a Nobel Peace Prize <laughs> for unleashing the gates of hell on the human genome. But when you read through all of her stuff, you know, and what do you see every single time? Gene replacement, gene replacement, gene replacement. Her whole career, she wasn't working on gene therapy. She was working on gene replacement. You know, therapy is just the word they say to try to make people feel better about this. It's not, it's never been about therapy. It's about, been about replacement. And if it's about replacement, that makes it mutagenic, meaning that likely carcinogenic. And when that happens, you have to accept one inescapable truth about this this whole nonsense, this whole play of words that they're doing. You can't injure the cell and call it therapy. And that's what they did with these damn shots. They injured the cell and said, oh, that's therapy. You know what that's like? That's like somebody having a headache and a person taking a baseball bat to their head, clubbing them to death and saying, well, I cured the headache. <laughs> that's the dumbest shit you're ever going to hear, right? That's what they're doing with these damn shots, these damn mRNA shots, is that they've basically injected people with a substance that's going to create a horrible protein, the spike glycoprotein. There's no real off switch except fasting that we found. And uh, on top of all that, you know, it can replace parts of the human genome. They weren't working on therapy. They were working on replacement. And that's where you got to call them on it. You can't injure the cell and call it therapy. That's not how it works. Okay. That's just not how it works. So um, we've learned, uh, we've learned about that. Um, and that whole pseudouridine phenomenon. I have a whole show on it. And I have a whole video on it as well. So I'd encourage you if you're dealing with cancer, especially, um, or some kind of neurodegeneration to check that out because there's a whole lot in there on deoxyribonucleosides and and their use. And in fact, uh, the good Dr. Ed Group um, uh, and I have just finished a, a formulation specifically for neurodegeneration and, and mitochondrial myopathy and all and the pseudouridine phenomenon. And I'm really excited about it. So is he. So it's going to be out real, real soon. And um, we'll make sure you tell, tell you all about it. Um, that's a good dude. I tell you, there's, there's some people that it's easy to see, you know, they're just good dudes. That's Dr. Ed group. That's just a good dude. Um, you know, be a fool not to trust somebody like that. Um, so, uh, we've learned that when a person is, you know, doing just low level exercising, you know, just moving, like picking up their arm and then it fatigues real quick, Right that when it starts burning, that lactic acid buildup, even though they're not really exerting themselves, that's, that's a evidence of mitochondrial myopathy, meaning that there's a pseudouridine issue and a lot of protein synthesis issues in the mitochondria. 
and that uh, the deoxyribonucleosides are very, very indicated. Um, you know, we've learned um, we've learned that you know normally when I take people through healing processes pre-COVID, pre uh, the damn shots, um, I would really treat them using doing the same kind of basic thing for about 28 days, like a cleanse would be like 28 days and then give them a little bit break and then do it again, you know, kind of stuff. But we've learned that we had to really modify that approach because the 28 day cycles were too long, especially breakdown of spike lycoprotein was just too long. We actually did it too good um, for a lot of the folks that were going through it, which is, is nice to know. It's just, a, it just sucks when we overshoot the mark with them. So, well, we overshot the mark and we, so we said, all right, let's, let's go ahead and reformulate this, you know, and that's too hard. And if it's too hard and they need to do multiple cycles, big cycles of a therapeutic approach, you're not going to be able to get somebody to do that if it, it's hell in the first one and two, and they're going to feel like, well, it's going to always be hell and it's just not going to be good for anybody. So um, we figured out how to revise that. So now uh, we do still do the three steps, the three stage for healing, like you've probably heard me talk about. Um, but we do them all now over the course of a month, instead of each stage getting its own month, which I was doing before each or the first two stages get in their own month. And then you do a fast and then take a break. Instead of doing it that way, I've, I've condensed it um, so that now you can do stage one um, during the first two weeks and do stage two. And the spike glycoprotein breakdown and binding during the third week. And then you just follow up with a fourth week of, of binding and then you do a fast. It's just, we, we've revised that whole pro process and it's in play right now. So I'm going to have some more information over the next month on it, but it feels real good. It feels like based upon all the feedback we got, that was the, that was the approach. See, that's science. You know, you, you come in with a hypothesis, you, you know, you, you put it into play and, you know, and after you put it into play and you get some feedback, you start making your course correction. So we did a little course correction over that. Uh, we've learned that uh, diluted food grade hydrogen peroxide under supervision. Again, I will never recommend anybody do it unless supervised. That's why I think protocols will not work because there's some stuff that you got to use. I've seen some people doing some stuff with uh, calcium EDTA intravenously administered. Um, as well. Like these are things that you need a very skilled hand um, to do and you need to be able to watch and understand what's going on. So, um, you know, we've seen uh, diluted food grade hydrogen peroxide do not use, do not attempt without supervision under any circumstances. And I mean that period, end of story, it's for educational purposes only. Do not attempt what I'm sharing here without having supervision. Do not do this by yourself. Again, let me say it one more time. Do not use anything that I am sharing on this program unless you are doing so under the supervision and guidance of somebody who knows what they're doing and is licensed and is qualified on what they are doing, period. Okay. This is not stuff to play around with because you heard it. Well, Dr. H said, bullshit. All right. What I said was don't do it unless you have supervision. And I mean that. Okay. I love you all too much to lie to you. This is not easy stuff. And this is not things to play around with, especially if you're injured. You need help. You don't need 
somebody experimenting on you after you've already been experimented on. Okay. So we've seen the food grade uh, hydrogen peroxide working to really dissolve the spike lycoprotein beautifully. Um, we uh, have figured out that it's, it's very important. Um, and I, I already knew this and I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't make it a bigger issue with this group earlier on, but we're correcting that right now. We, we knew early on that, uh, and, and we're rectifying it, that you need to know the delayed food allergies. We need to know which foods are going to lead to a histamine and inflama inflammation response because that's going to stem interferon and tumor necrosis factors. So we, we know that and we're making sure folks are getting a delayed food allergy panel now and uh, we're able to really hone in on what their diet is supposed to be and which foods are going to be a problem. So we can keep those out. And sometimes those foods would be otherwise healthy, right? But if they don't work for that person, if they're only going to be pro-inflammatory, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you have, if you test 184 foods and herbs and you see something like, which happens, turmeric, turmeric being a highly reactive food to the immune system, then if a person's taking turmeric, for the platelet issue, for the glycosylation issue, all they're doing is creating inflammation. They're just making things worse, right? So you've got to find something else other than turmeric. You know what I mean, right? There's, there's a lot to this. There's, you know, I keep telling folks, everybody thinks brain surgery is hard and it is. Well, clinical nutrition is more difficult than brain surgery, okay? And I'm going to keep saying that because I can prove it. Um, we've started testing on the microbiome as well which is uh, very important. You know, Dr. Sabine Hazan's work, I think I'm saying her name right now. I'm so sorry, Sabine. <laughs> I've been I used to, Sabine Hazen, you know, it's Hazan. Um, uh, but she, you know, came out with some really important stuff talking about, you know, people didn't have bifidobacterium. And she's been saying that for a long time, not just with the people who got injured by the shots, but people who had the worst COVID as well, experiences, the worst infection experiences. So we're, we're verifying that and getting people going on, you know, killing off the things that shouldn't be in there and making sure we got the good stuff that should be in there, like bifidobacterium. Um, and all, you know, you start putting all these things right. You know, there's all these pieces to this puzzle. You start putting them in the right, you know, order. You, you get the corners set up first, right? You know how we do puzzles, right? You did the corners, then you get the edges, right? Because those are the easiest pieces to find. You put all those together and you start filling in the middle. That's what we've done. We got the corners. We got the edges. Now we're starting to fill in the middle with all this. That's why I said it feels like we're getting close. Uh, we've learned about the uh, histamine response, that you need to have those delayed food allergies tested so you can make sure you're not eating foods that are going to be pro-inflammatory to your immune system. And you bring in the quercetins and the omega-3s at a higher dose and the trimethylglycine and the quercetin will stabilize the mast cells. The omega-3 fatty acids will lower the inflammatory eicosanoids and, uh, and leukotrienes and the trimethylglycine will help detoxify the, the histamine that's been released. And what you do when you get that going is now you drop interferon and you turn off those pseudouridine enzymes. And now you start getting proper protein synthesis. So those deoxyribonucleosides start really being effective. You see, there's a sequence to all this. You get the sequence down and the body starts to really get into an accelerated state of healing. So um, there's a few more things we got, and there's a few more things we're tinkering around with, like with the plants I started out with and the Schumann uh, frequency and getting people into that 7.83. I've started teaching people breathing exercises and pranayama so they can move their lymphatic system, especially if they're having trouble. We've talked about vibration plates and we're doing clay detoxification to assist and 
we're figuring out a lot of stuff, folks, but I'm, I'm telling you, I'm pulling out everything I know with natural medicine. So um, it's about just putting it in the right sequence and uh, and making sure that we don't do things too early, like an HBOT in some cases, uh, hyperbaric oxygen, or like an infrared sauna um, too early. You know, there's there's it's sequence. You have to know what's going on and understand the nuances of the spike glycoprotein and give people a chance to get themselves better incrementally because there isn't going to be any dramatic like wave a wand, do a quick spin, and then you're you know, do the splits come up like James Brown and you're all better. That's not how this is going to work. Okay. This is going to be health that's built health that's earned. And once it's earned, it better not ever be given back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's, that's what we got here. All right, folks. Well, that's going to close us down for today. I hope you had a good time with me. I had a good time with you. I really appreciate you. I, I just got to tell you, everybody in the audience, you know, I really love you and I really appreciate everything that you're doing. You, you keep me going. And I appreciate you sharing the word and getting the word out. And, you know, let's make this about um, making our world a better place. Right. That's what this all is about for me. So we'll see you next time. And uh, until then, have a beautiful week wherever you may be. I'm Dr. Henry Ely for the Energetic Health Institute and for Energetic Health Radio. And say, may God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone we love and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace. Aloha and adios.